The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Trent talking tech. Good morning to you, Trent. How are you? Hey, Mitchell. Yeah, very well. Well, first of all, what's happening with Telstra? They've had to repay some of their customers because the NBN hasn't quite lived up to expectations. It's more of a case that the plans that they were offering to some customers were not living up to the expectations. You see, uh, when you connect to the NBN network, you don't necessarily know, uh, you know, where your speed is going to end up um, because, you know, there's so many variables with fixed line technologies, especially when you're on the a true copper network. Uh, you know, you can you can get variances over a, a kilometre distance uh, based on the length of your lead and, and how far that lead actually goes. So Telstra signed up a number of customers on various plans uh, back in 20, from back from 2017 uh, that, you know, didn't actually meet the, the expectations of uh, what eventuated and what people actually got as speeds in the end. So uh, they were enforced well, issued uh, an enforceable undertaking uh, with ACMA to remediate the issue. And uh, apparently Telstra self-reported last month that they failed to meet commitments and rules for the customers. So uh, they're in the process of contacting customers and have been for a month or two now uh, to offer them appropriate remedies. And part of these remedies are uh, refunding of uh, some fees paid uh, for services. I know one particular customer uh, personally who's managed to get about 500 bucks back from the length of their contract because they signed up to a plan that didn't deliver the full speeds uh, that were intended and, and, and what they were, were looking for when they originally signed up. So there'll be a number of customers who will get uh, a retrospective refund back to the point in time that they originally signed up. Uh, because of this, uh, you know, this this expectation versus reality thing. Is that refund half of the plan, or is it the whole plan value? They backdate uh, across, uh, you know, the period of contract, and and work out, I guess, the difference in what they achieve versus what they get, basically. So, uh, so some people do get, uh, you know hundreds of dollars and you know other people might only get a smaller amount but uh they're looking at it that way uh other service providers deal with it in different ways uh aussie broadband for instance sends you an email after you've signed up uh once they've worked out where uh your speed is averaging uh for your household and goes well you know based on our details uh your connection can get this speed and you might be signed up on this plan, so we recommend that you drop to this offer, uh, you know, so that you've got a bit of an insight of where you are and you're not over o- overspending with the company and not getting what you, you think you should be getting. In the case that you're talking about, do you know what speeds they were promised against what they actually got? I think it varies. I, I know in the case of um, the customer that I know real well, um, it was it was probably no more than a couple of megabits difference in speed that they'd normally, uh, you know, get versus the plan that they were, uh, I guess, being offered at the time. So um, they've they've got an open slather of refunds on the way.
I know someone that uh, only just recently joined the NBN, sort of at the very last moment, and um, mm-hmm. I ran a speed test at their place, and uh, the download speed, I think, was about 25 Mbps, and upload was about mm-hmm. 3. I mean, they're very disappointing mm-hmm. numbers. I don't know what they were promised, but I mean, if this is the latest technology, it's still usable, but uh, yeah, it's not exactly super fast internet, is it? No, no, it's not super fast, but also, you know, I think the reason Telstra's in this situation is, I guess, the way that they advertise products and, and what they say you should be able to get versus what you, you can get in some cases. I mean, you really can't guarantee uh, how fast the connection will go because there's so many variances in the subject. The only, the only area you can really, uh, you know, guarantee speeds on uh, are on the, the, the fibre network technologies because... Uh, you know, there there is a a, a particular rate that it come pa- it comes past every household, and you know if the um, if the household is connected appropriately, it'll always be on par. Now, some rumours circulating about what might be happening to the iPad and the new iPad, what it might look like. There's always conversations being had about Apple's brand new products, and they're talking about the range of the brand new iPads um, having a bit of a refresh, maybe getting rid of uh, you know the buttons uh, away from the screen, so there's more screen real estate, uh, new processors as well. Um, you know, they've been tried and testing the the Apple Silicon technology in the MacBooks in uh, the last year or so. Uh, so I, I reckon there'll be new functionality rolled in there and significant updates to the software base, uh, some of which is already rolling out, uh, you know, on iPhones and tablets that people currently have as well. Um, you know, we'll be looking for releases of this nature probably by September this year. That's usually around the period where, uh, you know, Apple would release a new iPhone model if they've got, uh, you know, a, a buzz device up their sleeves ready to go. Uh, and, you know, it'll certainly be very interesting to see what they come about this time around. Um, It's the second run of, I guess, a a challenging time in, you know, our changing nature of COVID. Uh, Many adopters of technology at this point using these devices at home, given they've got a little bit more time on their hands, uh, you know, outside of their working lives. On iPhone, just bring back Touch ID and I'd be very mm. happy because I think, speaking of COVID, we've found it doesn't oh, really work with Face ID. ID. Yeah, Face ID is hit and miss on all platforms, uh, whether it is you know, an Apple one or even uh, the variants that um, Android phones have as well. Um, and, you know, I, I really think Touch ID is, is quite fantastic. Um, I've only recently jumped into the realm of the MacBooks and to have a little Touch ID button there and not need to enter a password in most cases is, mm. is quite a treat. And at last all, Twitter incorrectly verified some accounts. They did. Uh, apparently they mistakenly verified an, a small number of fake accounts before they s- suspended these users and removed their blue badges for violating rules against spam and manipulation as well it's a part of a whole host of changes that they've been making and they're also i guess doing the facebook and cracking down on the uh the nature of content that is being shared on the platform i did note um in recent days they actually check about the the content that you're writing and display an error message if you were potentially uh you know uh, sharing some hateful content to another user so that they can ki- kind of track down on hate speech uh, that goes on on the platform. be interesting to see if it actually works out um, and if they've got banned places 
you know, ban, ban options in place uh, to prevent users if they do think that they're, um, they're not worthwhile on the platform. Thanks, Trent. What's your website once again? Uh, we talk tech at techwrap.net. Good on you, Trent Geddes. Our program Tech Guy with the latest news in the world of technology. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.